Noi mai, haere mai, ki tēnei hōtaka. Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Well, a fair severe thunderstorm is hitting Hawke's Bay, bringing some surface flooding to several communities already reeling in the wake of Cyclone Gabriel. So if you are in the Hawke's Bay and... Uh, you are experiencing that uh, thunderstorm and rain. Get in touch with me. Uh, you can be our eyes and ears on the ground there. What is it like right now? 21012 text. There are four confirmed cases of meningitis in the Canterbury region so far this year. And there are concerns about how to obtain the vaccine and awareness of meningitis itself. What do we need to know? Jared Rushton, chair of the Meningitis Foundation, on that just after four. Also today, how is early childcare not a part of the overall public education system in New Zealand? That on the panel. And what shoes did you wear to school? Was it Nomads? Was it Charlie Brown's? Well, some podiatrists are concerned about the footwear of the moment. And what are they? The hush puppies of today, of course. That is Crocs. And a big bus etiquette campaign to roll out in Wellington for Wellington buses. And I was told today, anecdotally, I don't know if you agree with me on this, but what do you think? On Auckland buses, most people say goodbye to the driver when they, dis- when they disembark from the bus. On Wellington buses, most people step off the bus without saying anything. What do you think? Is that right? 2101, or you can email the panel at rnz.co.nz. With me this afternoon, Anna Dean, brand strategist, Nelson-based. Anna, kia ora. Good to have you here. Kia ora, Koto Wallace. Um, Golden Bay-based today. Golden Bay-based today. That's right. Isn't it the same thing? Not at all. Not at all. There's a big, there's a big two-hour drive over a giant hill between I know. myself and Nelson. Yes, <laughs> I know. You're good on you. All right, very good, Anadine. And Guy Williams, comedian and host, author from Nelson. Guy, welcome. Um, Wallace, you're already off to a terrible start, mate. For a start, <laughs> Golden Bay and Nelson are miles apart. You should know that you went to Nelson College. You're a disgrace. They're not that far apart, though, eh? They're not that far apart. I mean, Golden Bay is within, really, it's within the orbit of Nelson. You're a Nelsonian if you live in Golden Bay, are you not, Anna? Ooh, gosh. Yeah, you see? No, I'm from a different bay. Uh, (laughs) Nelsonians are from Tasman Bay. It's a totally different, different, different headspace, yeah. All right, all right. Now, um, by the way, reports of a serious crash uh, on State Highway 23 east of Wrights Road, Raglan. Please follow directions of emergency services. Delays in the area are likely. Diversions may be required and road closure is possible. Okay, so we talked about quite a few things uh, across the week on the panel. I guess the biggest response was uh, the best gig and the worst gig you have ever been to. We talked to a gentleman, Carl Locke, who had been unbelievable, actually, over 3,000 gigs. He has seen everyone from Bruce Springsteen to Harry Styles and more, and um, they kept on rolling throughout the afternoon. Says one, my first gig was Osabisa in the Christchurch Town Hall, 1975. I was 14 and I took my mother. Uh, Engelbert Hubbardink at the Aotea Centre. He played 10 guitars three times. And this one here, best gig, Nick Cave, the Skeleton Tree Tour in Wellington. The worst gig was Nico 
at Orientation Otago, 1986. Spent most of the gig in a fit at the Sound Guys, and the rest, uh, Nico was pretentious and aloof. Uh, but this one, probably of all the huge volume of text we got on the Best and Worst gig, this takes the cake. With us this afternoon, we have Eileen. Eileen Reed, Kyoto, welcome to the panel. Kyoto Wallace. Well, Thanks for having me. it's a pleasure. It just so happens that you went, you were witness to one of the great festivals of the 20th century. What was that? The Isle of Wight Festival on, in 19... Well, actually, all three Isle of Wight Festivals, 68, 69 and 70. Unbe- wow. Yeah, unbelievable. So yeah. you're talking about, you know, you're One talking about... Oh, sorry. You know, keep going. You, the, you, you keep going. Tell us, what did you see? What was it like? One of the privileges of being the age I am is that I came through that era of amazing music and festivals. And, yeah, I was at those um, festivals on the Isle of Wight. And I remember the Dylan one very well in 69 because that was when he turned electric and, you know, had a bit of... Um, problem with his audience for that and then the 1971 of course Jimi Hendrix <laughs> very so not long before he died um, he just didn't want to come off the stage I still remember it was very late at night and we were still waiting for at the other end of the spectrum people like Joan Baez who came on at about 3am and Leonard Cohen the young poet <laughs> who came on I think that was after they, they almost had to dragged Jimmy off the stage because he was absolutely amazing and so into it he didn't want to stop. So I do have amazing memories of those festivals. And the Doors. Yeah, the Doors, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember who else. Um, If I had a bit of time, I would have... sort of jogged my memory. Oh, I, I just, I've, I haven't heard anything like this before. You know, you see Dylan, when he went electric, I mean, that caused uh, a massive kerfuffle. I don't know what you've seen. Just, yeah. what, was, what was Hendrix like? Li- what was Hendrix like live? He was absolutely off the planet. I don't know how to describe him because he was at the peak of his career. And it was, but he, I think it was about the last concert the last gig he had before he died if if not it was very soon after that so um heartbreaking you know it's just amazing that's all i can say really unreal i mean guy and are you hearing this guy yeah, yeah i um I, I i'm so jealous those isle of Wight festivals are absolutely amazing um the best gig yeah. i've ever been to kanye west the worst gig i've ever been to kanye west Amazing. Yeah. Interesting guy. Yeah. Anna Dean, you've got Montre, you've got Woodstock, you've got Isle of Wight. Isn't this extraordinary? Oh, it's incredible. My mother actually hitchhiked up to Auckland with me when I was about eight months old and went to the Bob Dylan Budokan concert, which um, I can't remember any of, but I, but I think it was um, wow. spectacular. But my best concert, Portishead. At um, the Christchurch Town Hall. <gasps> yeah, first time I saw visuals on a oh, mind blowing. This is amazing. Eileen, that memory yeah. of Isle of Wight is just really something special this afternoon. Thanks for joining us today. Certainly is. Thanks for having me. <laughs> there you go. That's Eileen Reid who saw Dylan uh, when he went to Electric in 69, saw. Hendrix, Cohen, Joan Byers, The Doors, and many more. Lots coming through about uh, whether or not you say goodbye when you go get off the bus in Wellington. 
Uh, one in three people almost always say thank you to the bus driver. I'm regularly then I see them. Uh, Andy says, I recall that Nico Giganotago. I concur. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's jump into what we have been talking about. Uh, what else did we do? All right, so uh, this. Uh, what is the person from Christchurch called? Uh, you have Nelsonian, Timaruvian, Hamiltonian, Aucklander. Laura says, easy answer. In common language, a person from Christchurch is said to be from Christchurch. That's the name. <laughs> no. Um, like a person, says Laura, from Motueka, is not a Motuekan. Instead, they are from Motueka. Uh, Guy? Absolutely disgraceful. I grew up in Nelson. A lot of friends and family from Christchurch. Someone from Christchurch is known as a Cantabrian. That is the correct answer. Yes. Okay. Anna? Uh, well, I mean, I think it's interesting. There's Port Noise. There's this amazing music festival happening in Littleton this weekend. And, and looking at the bands from there, they're all actually referring to themselves as from Otautahi. So I think that okay. might be the answer. Yeah, in time, over time. It's, um, yeah, maybe Christchurch as a name is. And Ellie Jones on International Women's Day asked listeners, which woman would you invite to dinner, past and present? And perhaps we've got the most response of this of any uh, feedback. Here are some of many, or just a few, uh, for time allowing. Dinner guest says one. Uh, Madam Clico, uh, responsible for Clico, sparkling wine. Madam Bollinger, Responsible for Bollinger. Rita Rangus, Camilla, and the Dowager Countess of Downton Abbey. Interesting. Another one here, Sinead O'Connor, because she stood off the exploitation of females in the music industry. Maureen in Whangarei says, Queen Elizabeth II, Cleopatra, Fina Cooper, Amelia Earhart, and Georgina Beyer. And someone says, or Linda says, I would invite Jacinda Ardern to thank her for her hard work and sacrifice for getting us through the last five years and to apologise for all the rudeness and cruelty she suffered from many thoughtless and misguided Kiwis. Round the panel briefly, uh, a, per, a, a woman that you would invite to dinner for International Women's Day, past and present guy. Um, I was going to say a joke answer, but then I feel like most of those answers are joke answers. Like, does someone actually want the lady who made up Bollinger to come along or or Cleopatra? I wouldn't want to talk to Cleopatra. I guess that would be fascinating because it was a long time ago. be very interesting. Um, definitely um, Winnie Cooper, the legendary Māori activist. She's just, just any iconic Cooper, New Zealand yep. female. Kate Shepard would be on my list. I would love to talk to Helen Clark just because I always thought she was a a hard case and would give me hell. I just, there's so many great Kiwis to invite, but the Briscoe's lady is top of the list. The Briscoe's lady first up, <laughs> but not Cleopatra. Anna Dean? Uh, it, it sounds possibly trite, but I'd actually like to invite my um, my grand, grandmother and my great-grandmother for dinner. Um, both of them are no longer here, and I, you know, mm. they're New Zealand women that I would like to have dinner with. Good on you. All right, wonderful. All right, I've been thinking, who shall we start with? Uh, Anna Dean, take it away. <laughs> I've actually been thinking, it's harvest moon time here in the Bay, and I'm one of these people who've bought a house in the last two years, and I'm just very aware what an absolute privilege having a garden is at this time of year. Um, people are coming over to my house with handfuls of peaches and I'm swapping them for pumpkins and oh. corn and zucchinis and it's really uh, just incredible to me how much money you can save when you can properly dig in and have your own garden compared to being on the rental market, which I have been 
Forever, and I really feel for people who aren't able to, um, you know, share in those spoils. And it's it's calming. It's changed my life, and my pumpkins are gigantic, and I couldn't be more proud. Marrow, marrow. I need a marrow recipe. If anyone's got marrow recipes, please. What can you do to make those? Things taste good. I wouldn't have a clue. Marrow yeah. recipes, 2101. <laughs> <laughs> I would not have a clue. Uh, Anna, uh, Dean, kia ora. Thank you for that. All right. Uh, Guy Williams, I've been thinking. I've been thinking that um, this is an amazing thing I just discovered. I'm coming to the Dunedin Fringe Festival next week, and I was trying to find some interesting, funny things about Dunedin, and all I had to do was Google Mayor of Dunedin, and the Mayor of Dunedin... <laughs> has both his phone numbers publicly listed on the Dunedin City Council website. How outrageous is that? Imagine how many people must be calling him up every day, complaining about their gutters being blocked or bike lanes being too wide or whatever other nonsense that every Tom, Dick and Harry has on the street. I just, I cannot believe small town New Zealand that your mayor would have his cell phone number publicly listed like that, outrageous. You'll have to get better material for Dunedin because we did a search and Hastings District Council Mayor, tick, Gisborne District Council, cell phone, Gorn, Napier, Invercargill, Queenstown, Taupo, Rotorua, many mayors, uh, but not the Nelson Mayor. It makes sense. That's insane. Like, imagine if Wayne Brown had his cell phone number online. <laughs> He would just get. He would have to, mm. you know, throw his phone in the river. Uh, can I can I give you some advice if you go to Dunedin? The hot topic there um, are, 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 are the groins. Have you heard of the groins? The groins. Wait, wait, this sounds gross. Is, is this okay? The, the, these are big pillars in Sinclair. Uh, they look like big sticks of wood that uh, that that um, come out of the sea, and they are iconic. One of the most pictured images in all of New Zealand. And the mayor wants to put them back. And there's a big controversy on whether these sea groins actually work or not. So get out there, go and have a look at the groins, Guy Williams, and. Um, come up with something. We're on the panel with Anna Dean and Guy Williams this afternoon. Stay with us. We're here till 5pm.